0: Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline,
1: Lindsey Klein. Thanks for joining us, everyone. This is Lindsey Klein with Secline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time and your host of Buy the Books. I'm here with Jeffrey Gonzalez, my payroll guru. <laughs> Good Welcome morning, back. Lindsay. Morning. You're in the new studio for the first time. I am.
0: I am. I'm looking around. I like it. This is a much different setup.
1: Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes. And we don't have to sit side by side on top of each other anymore.
0: That's true. I know
1: you're going to miss that, I really
0: am. I really am. (laughs) Because we would sit next to each other, and I could just... I I feel like if I'm closer, I just know what you're thinking, right? From over here, I have no idea what you got (laughs) going on. Oh, boy, that's
1: a scary (laughs) thought. Yeah, and what listeners don't know is it is 8.30 in the morning right now. We were supposed to start this at 8, and it's just been a morning. Like It's just been one of those mornings where it's like, can we just go back to bed and start this all over? Reset? I told Jeffrey, and the people on YouTube will be able to actually see this, but my hair right now, I told him this look that you guys are seeing right now, it is the go to bed, shower at 10 o'clock, put it in a clippy, go to bed, pull the clippy out when you get to the podcast studio look. That's what we got. So hopefully it's halfway decent.
0: I got <laughs> to see the clippy, though, before you took it out, right? <laughs> I, I saw it. So uh, <laughs> I, I would say your clippy game is on point. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this is the kind of morning we're dealing with right now. And then now we're going to talk about mindsets.
0: Actually, what better time though?
1: Okay, Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, right? Touche. It's a good reminder
0: <laughs> that sometimes you have great days and sometimes your days have a slow start, but you got to keep a good mindset. So, I think this is perfect timing.
1: Okay. So, what should I what should what should my mindset be right now?
0: Uh, what should your mindset be? Um, you know, I think your mindset should always be Based on whatever whatever your goal is for today. So, what is your goal for today?
1: <sighs> what is my goal today? Well, to record podcasts currently, yeah. Yeah. and to do a good job, to actually be engaging and entertaining and interesting, and teach people.
0: Yeah, that's, that's your my mindset. goal for today. So you you want to inspire people today?
1: Yes, Th- I want to inspire people every day, Jeffrey. That's every your day.
0: mindset every day.
1: All right, yeah. and I think you always have it. So. I don't remember how we got on that this would be our topic. Was it because of all the health coach? Like, <laughs> like with the, my listeners and viewers have been hearing the ongoing saga with the health coach. Yes. Yesterday, I sent Jeffrey a photo. I texted him, and I said I gave my health coach a gift. <laughs> so the two big jugs of powder, the vanilla powder the vanilla flavored, that yep. I could not stomach. I gifted them back to her.
0: <laughs> you never told me what she said. Was she happy to get them back, or, or disappointed, or?
1: She doesn't have a lot of expressive oh, okay reactions, yeah. you know. So she was just like, "Oh, okay, this is great. I'll, you know, have a have a lot of nutrients." I don't remember yeah. what she said exactly. She's just gonna drink she it just herself. She's just not. She's not like me where it's like. My reactions, you can tell exactly whether it's mad or happy, you know. You know exactly where Lindsay stands on the emotions.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for <laughs> sure, for sure. But, yeah, but that is how we got started on this mindset thing, because we were discussing, like, you know, in our podcast from, I mean, it was probably a month ago or maybe two months ago. How long have we been on this? It's, okay, it, this so is I like week started, eight or nine, right?
1: She, she gave me the date yesterday, actually, so I can tell you the exact huh. date I started. January 25th, 2022. Oh, been that a is how many days of torture I've been through, <laughs> Jeffrey. You know how, like, you count down till, like, the doomsday? Yep, Yeah. yeah.
0: But this is your count up since, Yeah, like, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, so then that's that's been a while then. And that's what we were talking about is, like, because... This here is your forum to to talk about what's going on in your life, right? For business owners to relate. Yes. That's important. Yes, But it's also followed your saga through this. True. And there's been some notable differences is, between that is true. the first episode we talked about it and today.
1: Okay, touche. So what have you observed, being the outsider, seeing me on day one, <laughs> dreading? Because, okay, I had to let dairy go. I had to let gluten go. Sugar, yeah, caffeine, yeah. basically all fun, right? she should have just said no fun You're if done. there's any yeah. fun in your food, take it out now,
0: got it, and yeah. that would
1: have just been a much simpler way to state what I can eat well, you were on the rabbit food diet right, right, if, that's if, what I it, call it, yeah. it. if a rabbit eats it, I <laughs> can, you eat, can it. eat it yeah
0: um and and uh, and so my perspective, so um. Day 1 I think we we spoke like within those first couple of days and you were not happy no at all no um you uh, I mean I think all we talked about is all the places you're going to miss <laughs> um <laughs> and there was quite the list of uh, of restaurants that you were uh-huh. like I'm not going to be able to go there anymore uh and that was day 1 well and then even then at the same time you were also kind of like Upset about what the process was going to yes. be as well, right? And then also your doctor's appointment with with your coach initially, yeah. was not without any speed bumps,
1: right? Right? And so right. there was
0: just a whole lot of things that happened, right? She she was questioning how seriously you were going to take this, right? Which was kind of you know a little off yeah. putting. So
1: listen to the emotional intelligence episode to get that whole story, yeah. If, if anyone hasn't heard it,
0: yeah, yeah. And then so that that kind of threw you for a loop, and then also. You you, you you your favorite thing, like you said, you just, food, you love to eat things, right? Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, your biggest hobby is gone.
1: I know! And, I and told, that's where you started. I told the, the whiskey kick story, and I don't remember what episode that was, right? Like, me realizing, I guess I already knew, but, like, very ta- in a very tangible way, me realizing I have a very unhealthy relationship yeah. with food. Yeah. So, when I knew I was going on this detox, aka no fun diet, <laughs> I I'm like, "All right, this is a good time for me to figure out the psychological aspect of why I have such an unhealthy relationship with food." So, I listened to a lot of audiobooks in the car. I found this book called When Food is Comfort. That was an eye-opening book yeah. and really a shift in mindset.
0: That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. So
1: what you were saying at first, I was in a bad, basically just a miserable mindset. Yeah. Then what did you see from there?
0: So, and and it happened very slowly, might
1: I add, (laughs) (laughs) because it was still
0: several weeks before you started shifting that. But you start, first of all, you started seeing results, right? Because you've been on a health journey for a lot longer than this this no-fun diet, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, some things that weren't connecting are happening for you. So I think that was the first thing, where you were like, oh, well, maybe this isn't so bad then. Um, still wish I could have, you know, ice cream. Right. Um, but also <laughs> at the same time, like, eh, maybe this isn't so bad. Um, and then, And then as you progressed, you started, like, Really, like, there was there was a day, I swear it just shifted, where you weren't like, you didn't have animosity against it, you kind of enjoyed it because you knew that it was helping you so much.
1: Okay. Enjoy might be too strong. Really? Yeah. Enjoy's too strong. You don't enjoy That's your health too... and where you are right well, now. Well, I, I enjoy that I've lost weight. Um, I wouldn't say I'm exactly enjoying my diet.
0: Uh, I get that. But you enjoy the result. Sure. And, and you're much more active. Like you got a lot of stuff going on in a positive way. And and I think that all started like connecting. Like all of the hard work that you had put in just started like falling into place. Because you weren't really seeing it all come together. You were just suffering. <laughs> and then <laughs> all Dude, of a Shay. sudden everything started coming together, right? You were you were able to work out harder and better. You were feeling better. You were waking up better. You were sleeping better. Yeah. No, that and is and true. you started telling me all this. And even me, I'm going, man, I think I'm going to go on the rabbit food diet. <laughs> like, sh- she's having a good time. Not a good time, but she's feeling great. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I will say this. You know, people used to say things to me about how good it felt to exercise. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about you, Jeffrey, <laughs> but I would look at them and go, okay, like, what are you smoking? Right? Because I would work out and feel. Awful. Yeah. Like yeah. it was not fun. Not your thing. Nothing yeah. about it was fun. And then be like, well, yeah, yeah, no, I know it's hard. But then afterwards, even <laughs> afterwards, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. This just sucks before, during, and after. Right? Because yeah. first I got to dread it. Yeah. Then I got to do it. Yeah. And then now I'm in pain. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. There's nothing fun about this. So I started Pilates. Right. Yep. Shortly before I started the rabbit food, no fun diet, mm-hmm. and it, it took a little bit. It was probably a good six weeks or so before doing it consistently three or four times a week that I started having that phenomena happen, where it was like, after I worked out, I felt good. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute i finally get what people are talking about but it took that long and that book when food is comfort really explains the science behind what's going on there because it talks about how ultimately at the end of the day it's all brain chemistry yeah right it's our dopamine our serotonin Mm -hmm. our endorphins oxytocin all these brain chemicals that that your body needs to stay motivated to stay happy to stay energetic like to to live your best life yeah you need all these mm-hmm. um but we tend to get them through artificial means many times like what like food what sugar <laughs> yeah caffeine Pfft, that's me you know <laughs> and in some cases drugs or alcohol oh, yeah. you know sex there's yeah. any number of ways that we can artificially raise these levels right yeah so this book is talking about how when you get these chemicals through artificial means, which obviously my vice of choice, sugar, yeah. food, um, then your body stops naturally producing it. And so what happens is when you get depleted in something, your body starts having cravings for the next fix because yeah. it needs to be replenished. And so you're in this constant cycle, right? So, this is why, at first, the detox diet was absolutely horrible, right? Because I'm trying to get rid of all this junk, mm-hmm. and I am not replenishing the the artificial fix. yeah, so it's just awful. It right? was all negative. It's all negative. Yeah. There's nothing fun about this because yeah. I'm depleted in all these things that give me motivation. And happiness and all of that. I'm depleted now because I don't have the sugar. I don't have the caffeine. I don't have anything fun. So then I'm learning, okay, what are the ways, healthy ways, Mm -hmm. to replenish these things? How do you, in a healthy way, replenish your serotonin, your dopamine, your oxytocin, right? So this is now the journey I'm on is learning how to replenish that which of course is things we all know we need to do, right? I was gonna say we know exercise, this stuff. Yeah. meditation, yep. good sleep, yeah. touch is a big one. Even if you like can touch yourself, yeah. you know, rub your arm, like massage, whatever, yeah. right? Touch helps increase these things. All things we know we need. We do. Yep. Right? But for me, like reading the in black and white, the science behind why we need to do it. I think that was instrumental in the mindset switch that you saw there.
0: Yeah, and it was significant. Like, I mean, seriously, look how you're talking about it now. Like, you have the science behind it. Like, you yeah. did your research, and you're really enjoying where you're at right now. Um, and even though it's not the easiest thing, no, what in life that's worth doing is easy? And But the only thing that really changed... Honestly, your diet's the same. You may have added a few things, but I mean, you know, insignificant in the grand scheme. Uh, It's still not a bowl of ice cream every day, right?
1: Okay, we we will disclose. (laughs) I did not tell my health coach. Hopefully she'll never find this podcast. Jeffrey and I may may have gone to Andy's frozen (laughs) custard the other day. We went to a networking (laughs) event together. (laughs) And afterward, oh, and we were so good during, right? Jeffrey's like, I'm even going to, in solidarity I did, with you, I I'm going to skip dessert because they were bringing desserts around on these trays. And I was waiting for you to get one, too, because nope. if you had grabbed one, I nope. would have grabbed one. I
0: wasn't going to do it. <laughs> it. Told you I wasn't going to do it. I stood. I held strong for you, Lindsay. And then what so, happened? And like, then
1: <laughs> afterward, I'm like, Jeffrey, I need Andy's frozen <laughs> custard. And he's like, it's not even that good. And I was like, Jeffrey, um, blast for me. Wait, before
0: people come at me, I was just saying that to encourage you not to do it, right? (laughs) It's not good. Don't waste it. I don't want anybody calling me being like, what's wrong with Andes? Like, Andes is good, okay?
1: (laughs) No, Andes is the ball. (laughs) And here's the problem, is Jeffrey just simply did not know how to order at at, at Andy's, Uh, right? Is that a fair statement? I
0: I would say that is fair. Did I
1: change your life that night?
0: Not only did you change the way that I look at Andy's, you've completely changed the way I consume ice cream as a
1: whole. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or custard, rather.
0: Custard, actually. So, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, of course we had to go, because (laughs) I simply needed to demonstrate to you how to properly order at Andy's. Yeah. And you know, if if you know anything about me, which you do, Jeffrey, but maybe not all the listeners. When I order, I order like Sally from When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> right? And you've probably seen this. Yes. Right? Of course. The menu is just a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just looking at it ingredient choices Mm. and I'm telling them the dish I want them to make with those ingredients right (laughs) yeah same with Andy's yeah so what I order at Andy's you're not gonna find it on the menu but it changed your life right it's
0: delicious it's delicious give us the recipe again okay for any of those who need it yeah
1: and for those of you that don't have Andy's frozen custard I'm so sorry (laughs) I'm so sorry if you ever come to the Dallas area make sure you go yeah Here's what you order. Brownie Sunday, which is on the menu, but you got to alter it. Yeah. As much as I like pecans, take the pecans off.
0: Mm, no. No. No.
1: Brownie Sunday, extra cherries. And when you say extra cherries, they're gonna put like two extra cherries on it. So you gotta be very specific. I want ten extra <laughs> cherries right be very specific about this this is not a game this is not a game like don't leave it up to their discretion to determine what extra (laughs) is like this um this pro tips here yeah not only for andy's but anywhere yeah all right so 10 extra cherries and almonds now we learned this trip because Uh they did kind of screw up the almonds i have now learned i need to be specific about the (laughs) almonds because what they gave us was almond dust Right? Which I kind
0: of liked, but you you, wanted the crunch.
1: I want the crunch. And usually they're nice big chunks. Yeah. Like a third of an almond chunk, okay? Which I like. I like that chunk. They gave us almond dust, and that's just not acceptable. So you got to be specific with the almonds, too. Extra almonds. Yeah. And you want chunky almonds. This will change your life. It's like a black forest. Crunch
0: is that what it is? Yes, I have no idea what to compare it to, but cherries and almond and and brownie and brownie. How do you go wrong? And their brownie,
1: I mean, it's legit,
0: and it was warm,
1: yeah, under the cold, like it was it was was legit, yeah.
0: No, I and I totally get why that would be like what you would choose, yes, to like if I'm going to go off track here (laughs) (laughs) for the first time in how long, though, you made it like. Like I feel like two months. I feel like you're I at the two-month mark. I went a long
1: time, because that was just, what, last week? Week mm-hmm. before last? Okay, so I went a good two months. Yeah. More than well, two months. Well, but let's
0: not forget that. Like, that's just been two months since you started this most recent No Fun Diet. Before that, you, you really weren't on eating things like that that's at true. all. That's true. That's true. So it really
1: it, yeah. has
0: not been. It's been but I
1: was able to cheat more on keto.
0: Well, I know that. But it wasn't like an everyday, <laughs> like, you know, that was a once in a blue moon thing.
1: And on keto, see, my version of keto was dirty keto, right? Dirty keto? (laughs) Meaning, like, I was still eating crap. but But it was low-carb crap, right? So I could go to the gas station, and there was plenty of options I could still eat because it was technically, quote-unquote, low-carb. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why it's known as dirty keto. Dirty keto. (laughs) So there was a lot of things that were sweet-tasting that I could eat. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily need the Andes. I mean, obviously, you can't beat the Andes, but. Obviously. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, had
0: replacements. There's cherries in it. Like, that's a vegetable. And that's, <laughs> I mean, that's a fruit. That's a fruit. That's a vegetable. What am I talking about? That would be great. <laughs> uh and nuts nuts N- that's are, protein right that protein, protein like high in omega-3 and right. fatty acids like right and magnesium I mean, magnesium yeah uh, and milk i'm i'm right? totally treading with this yeah. yeah so i mean i feel like we can
1: so f- see we fully <coughs> disclosed now that we did have a cheat night <laughs> but that's not bad because that has been my only cheat night in almost three months now yeah so that's pretty good that is that's that's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So just full disclosure. That full disclosure. We did have a <laughs> a little bit of a cheat night, but it changed Jeffrey's life. I mean, it had it to, really be, done. It had it to be done. It had to be done. It had to be done. And and it didn't change your mindset on the whole thing, right? Like, you still
0: got up the next day and you drank your vanilla shake. No, and, uh, no I did not. I know not. you didn't.
1: <laughs> and, and you ate your rabbit food for the rest it of the did. day. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't think I've told the audience this yet, but the guy that's in charge of the operations at this place where I go for this health coaching, he mm. decided that he wanted to sit down with all patients and just get feedback. Oh, yeah. And so he brings me into his office. He's like, I just wanted to touch base and see how the program's going for you. you know." And they had me fill out this survey, like, would you recommend this to friends and... I'm guessing, right? I'm deducing from the fact, you know, that I'm a business owner, I'm in business, that this franchise is probably not doing all that well mm. and they're trying to figure out where the problem is. Yeah. Is kind of what I've gathered. Mm-hmm. This is just speculation. Yeah. Don't know this for sure. But I'm like, this is Lindsay, right? And I've been recording my journey <laughs> with this program. On my podcast. So you have notes,
0: right? You can just go back and look. Like
1: I I have feedback. I literally handed him my business card, which has the QR code for the podcast. (laughs) I said, start from the emotional intelligence episode. Work your way forward. You'll hear plenty. And then, of course, that didn't stop me from going on an hour-long rant (laughs) (laughs) about the whole thing, right? What I talked about in the emotional episode about... Yeah. How it all started. Are you really serious about this? Oh, I haven't even told this, I don't think, because it, ha- it had just happened that day. They tell me I need to bring my own towels.
0: Yeah. What is this about?
1: So a part of this this program is infrared sauna, which I, I think I have talked about that. Um, So they usually have towels stacked up. Well, uh, for some reason, I'm assuming because they don't want to wash towels, they've decided everyone needs to bring their own towels. But then she throws in, well, it's okay if you forget. We'll still have some here. And I'm thinking, I'm just going to conveniently, with air quotes, (laughs) forget every single time. There's no way I'm bringing my own towels. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing that. Like, I'm not doing that.
0: Well, even if you didn't want to forget, you're probably going to forget. Like, who remembers to bring a towel with them first thing in the morning? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Uh and I usually come at the end of the day, so I would have had to have the towel with me from that morning, you know, whenever I get in my car, all day long. And then I got to wash the towel. It's like, for as much money as I'm paying you people, (laughs) you can wash my towel. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just going to forget every time. So I went on a whole rant about that with this guy. Because that was the same day that he wanted to sit down and talk to me. He was like, (laughs) Bad timing. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I was locked and loaded. I'm like, you want my opinion? I will give you my opinion. I got a few (laughs) things to say. So he didn't quite know what he was in for. Yeah. So how's that for mindset? You know,
0: I mean, so for him, so who was this person? Was it the owner or was it, like, a manager? He's one of the owners and he's a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that his mindset was definitely, you know, he probably being reactive at the moment, like you said. Like maybe things aren't going as well or whatever. So whatever reason they're doing this, if they're being proactive, even better. It's never too late. Um, but, you know, you have to be in that mindset of, like, what am I going to do today to improve my business, right? If you're a small business owner, you need to be asking yourself this on a regular basis, probably daily. If you're an entrepreneur, even if you're not a small business owner, if you have something, a goal that you're trying to accomplish, or, you know, even if you don't have the goal yet, you just know you need to do something more, you need to put in the time to think about that and growing it and making it better, like, what am I going to do today? And so, you know, for him, if that means that he's going to interview all of his patients, like, that's awesome. If he's the doctor and the owner taking time out of his day to say, you know what? I'm going to sit down and understand person to person where my business is at. Depending on the size of your company, that might not be something that's feasible. Um, but then what's the next best thing? But that that's a good mindset that he's in. Because, you know, there's other people at that clinic. You've said that there's mm-hmm. other people. So it's not yeah. like there's nobody ever there. Right? There's work to be had. But... What can I do to make this better? What can I do to make this experience, even if he has plenty of business, what can I do to make this experience so awesome that so many people recommend me that I have to open a second location? Like, that's a good <laughs> problem you know. to have. Sure. Um, and okay. so I'm, I'm assuming that that's, that was the doctor's mindset, right? Is, is that growth mindset or at least, I mean, either way, it's growth. Even if they're shrinking, he's still trying to grow. And what can I do to make this better?
1: Now, what about my mindset?
0: Your mindset? <laughs> I mean, so <clears throat> again, it's it's I, I think that you 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 have your opinion and you like to share it, but it's not because you like to complain. Like I've seen you go so? through a lot of stuff that you could have complained about and you don't. If you notice your your rants or your complaints are usually for somebody's benefit. Right as a small business owner you see what he's struggling with you see that his employee maybe didn't give you the best onboarding experience is constantly like throwing little things at you like bring your own towel <laughs> like you know that doesn't make you feel exactly welcome or wanted no. um and and so you're giving him that feedback same with the burger place that didn't give you tea like that was <laughs> I mean, that's a feedback thing, right? Like, here's what you... Like, come on, guys. Yeah. That's also in the
1: emotional intelligence story, by the way. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, so, like, most of your rants on your podcast are not just to complain. It's usually because there's something that um, can benefit somebody else if they would just do it. And you as a small business owner, I mean, uh, you posted your first podcast yesterday. I re-listened to it. And that was one of the things that you said in that podcast is like the last thing you said on your first episode was like, I'm just here to help, like whatever I can do to help. And that's, you really do live by that. And even if it's not helping somebody manage their accounting needs uh, or giving them good business advice, you're, you're, you're helping them, to you know, do something like that. I think that's your goal, it's not just to complain. No, that's yeah. true,
1: it is. But what's yeah. interesting about that video, I reposted my very first video yesterday because it was the anniversary of my husband's death. Yeah, And I tell the story on my very first podcast episode of what, of what happened mm-hmm. um, when he died. So what was interesting though, whenever I pulled up that video, I saw a noticeable difference in my weight Very noticeable difference in my weight. I noticed too. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, you know, I see myself every day and so I don't necessarily notice it even though I know I've lost weight. Yeah. But having like that stark contrast, because my first episode came out over a year ago, so it was about 14, 15 months old. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. And it probably is a good 50 pound difference. Yeah. So I was... I, that was like visual evidence that, okay, I've come a long way.
0: I think that that's another point for mindset is to take a minute to look back at the successes that you have. Yeah. A lot of times they're so incremental and small that it's easy to go unnoticed, right? But all of a sudden, as a small business owner, you're not struggling to cover the bills every month. Like sometimes you'll just forget that because you're so busy. But like six months ago, I almost couldn't make the phone bill, right? Like, Ah. I mean, that's something that you gotta make sure you're thinking of. Or, um, you know, if you're a larger company, like, you know, the the amount of foot traffic you're getting, like, stop and look at your successes because it's so easy to get yourself so convoluted in what isn't going right. You know, I can't eat Andy's ice cream every day. I'm having to (laughs) eat salad every day. It's so easy to focus on those problems. And sometimes it's good to step back and say, hey, 15 months ago, I was 50 pounds heavier, right? 15 months ago, I couldn't pay my phone bill. 15 months ago, I didn't have enough foot traffic to make my storefront feasible. But yet, here I am today. Like, what better way to get yourself in the right mindset?
1: Well, grit, I think, goes a long way. Mm, Um, Grit, really sheer grit is what got me through college. Yeah. I was a late starter. In fact, I talk about that mm-hmm. story on that first podcast. I started college at 28 years old. I had kids. My husband had just died. I'm trying to go to school, and at the tail end of my college career, I was going full-time. At mm-hmm. first, I started slow. I was in community college. I just took, you know, two maybe three classes a semester for most of that. The tail end, I had a full-ride scholarship after I transferred to a university, and so I was required to take Mm full-time. That was tough. Not only was I having to drive an hour to the campus, but I was taking full-time, and of course, the last two years of your college is where you get to the actual beef (laughs) of your degree, (laughs) and I was doing an accounting degree. Yeah. So accounting classes, full-time, driving an hour to campus on top of having to drive kids around and, you know, get dinner for the family and all the other responsibilities on my plate. Yeah, And then I had my business that I had started as well. So I had a lot of plates spinning. There were so many days I wanted to quit. Yeah. Like bad, I wanted to quit. Yeah. And I just kept telling myself, you know, you're going to turn... Forty one day and whether or not you accomplish this or not, this time is going to pass. Right. Yeah. So I could be 40 years old with a degree or I could be 40 years old as a dropout. Right. So that was the mindset that I kept telling myself, like you're going to finish this, just do it. It was honestly sheer grit. And there were days I'd be bawling my eyes out. I would be utterly exhausted. Yeah. I remember a classmate, I was trying to find anywhere on campus where I could just sit and cry. Like, I was so stressed out. Yeah. And I found this patio that happened to be open. I go out there, I'm the only one out there, and I'm just bawling my eyes out, and a classmate happens to come out and see me. It was such an awkward exchange, (laughs) right? It's a guy, and he clearly does not know what to do. and is trying to make awkward conversation with me, you know, like show that he cares, but also like wants to leave, <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, kudos on the effort. Give me him. Yeah. And I, so I was mortified. But, so that's how hard it was. Yeah. It was really tough. Sheer grit is yeah. what got me to the finish line on that. So sometimes it, that is all you have to get you through.
0: So what you're saying is, is that you don't always have the right mindset. No. And we need to be prepared for that. Yeah. I mean, do you do you have the definition of grit? Um, because if that's... I will look it up. And I don't know if that's something that you've talked about on the podcast before. That would be a good episode. Yeah. And, and uh, <clears throat> but the grit is basically what it is. Do you have the definition? Do you want I'm to say that first? pulling it up. The okay. internet's
1: slow basically
0: is what it is is when you don't have the right mindset when you don't have when when the cards aren't stacking in your favor and you just pull through anyway and that's the difference between
1: wikipedia okay in psychology grit is a positive non-cognitive trait based on an individual's perseverance of effort combined with the passion for a particular long-term goal or end state
0: what you literally were just saying, right? Yeah. I'm going to be 41 day and either have a degree or not, right? right? I mean, and you, with perseverance, you had to take a day and literally cry mm-hmm. it out. That mm-hmm. was you. I mean, you you had to pack up and go back into class yeah. after that, yeah. right? Yep. Pull it together yep. and go back inside. Like, not everybody can do that. And, you know, yep. it's funny because people look at, I mean, I'm sure people look at you. You're successful, Um, and you make it look easy, but it's not, it wasn't easy. Like, and, and, and hopefully it, well, and it it will never get easier, but you, your tolerance goes higher. I guess that's a good way to put it, Mm. right? You get used to it. So, I mean, I would wager that if I took you with everything that you know now and dropped you into that same place that day when you were in college crying, it wouldn't even faze you. Probably. I don't know about that. Maybe No, because your tolerance is so much different maybe. and you're, you 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 just you you have the end goal in mind and you just got to power through. And and so it's not easy and people need to remember that that it takes a lot of hard work. You you're going to cry and and just let it happen and power through. You got to keep that mindset. Maybe the difference
1: is being willing to to go through that like go through the crying versus running away from it
0: well and that's an that's an interesting point because most people spend most of their lives avoiding negative feelings
1: yeah right i mean
0: i would say a significant amount of people out there that have all these ideas and want to do all of these great things probably don't because they don't want to deal with the whole in-between part. They avoid conflict. They avoid um, feeling helpless. They avoid feeling like they're not gonna be able to finish and they don't want to fail.
1: Yeah. No, but what happens?
0: Point. What happens if you power through all of that? Um, you know, I one of my mentors always told me, You're gonna fail, so just fail fast. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's good. and And I love that. Like yeah. that's so freeing to be yeah. like, yeah, it's gonna happen anyway. Right. right, And it's not that you're starting over. The other thing that was super helpful for me to realize is that just because I failed doesn't mean I'm falling over, starting over. Right. I'm beginning again with experience. That's like It's good. not back to the drawing board. I've done this once. I know what works and what doesn't now. Right. So even though I'm back at square one, I know what squares one through 10 look like right. now because I went through that journey. And I may fail again, but it's not going to be until square 15 this time. And you know what? Then I can do it again and just keep pushing and keep pushing. But I think that's the difference. And that's grit, going back yeah. to what you're saying. That's grit. That's mindset. That's powering through yeah. anyway.
1: I would say, and this is probably a big assertion, that anyone that has successfully been in business for themselves has to have some level of grit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that owning a business is tough. Yeah. Very tough. Yeah. There are so many things that... Really honestly, that anyone not owning a business cannot relate to. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, there are, and a lot of times it feels very lonely.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you are the, it's all on you. Like mm-hmm. you're shouldering it. And especially if you have employees.
0: How many Their livelihoods, livelihoods yes.
1: are on your shoulders, Huge right?
0: responsibility. How
1: many entrepreneurs, including myself, are paying employees sometimes right. without paying ourselves, yeah. right? You're shouldering all the weight of all these working parts, whether that be your client's well-being, your employee's well-being. Yeah. You're trying to keep everybody's well-being and all the cogs turning. It's a lot. yeah. And sometimes it can be really lonely. Yeah. And yeah. it's grit that gets you through that to say, I, I know there is a better day coming. There is a better day when all of this is going to be better. It is not going to be this heavy, right? Yeah. We can see it only because of our imagination, only because of our dreams, Yeah. only because we've got... The goal end in mind, right? Yeah. Not because we can see it today, but because we can see it down the road.
0: Yeah, and that's your mindset. That's the mindset that you have to maintain. And and I mean, that's that's the first step, right? That's the difference. Like that's that is what separates those who um go through and accomplish their goals and succeed where they want to succeed and success can be whatever you mean like it doesn't mean that you have to be a business owner like success can be with your family success can be with your significant other. success can be with um you know whatever it, it literally can be anything whatever your definition of success is but if you don't have the right mindset you're not going to accomplish it right and it, it could be any of those things right um and so mindset is what gets you up in the morning Mindset is the one that makes you say, you know what, nothing has gone right today. I haven't eaten <laughs> breakfast. I haven't had my coffee. And I am running across town with a Clippy in my hair, <laughs> trying to get to the podcast studio in time. How am I supposed to bounce back from this? But, here you are.
1: Not only have I not had my coffee, <laughs> I can't have coffee. I know coffee. you can't. That wasn't a good example. <laughs> wasn't, I
0: was t- the coffee part was mine. That was my personal... Um, you know, but what are you gonna do to power through that today? And I think that's it's it's so important and mindset is where all of that starts. And sometimes it's all you can do just to show up.
1: Yeah, no, but, that's true. But you
0: just gotta show up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's very true. And that's honestly, that's most of the battle. I was actually telling that to my sixteen year old daughter the other day, because she was just having motivation problems. Like mm-hmm. I she has school assignments, I just can't work up the motivation to start the project. I said, that is most of your battle. So the tip I gave her is tell yourself, I'm going to work on this for five minutes. If I want to still quit after five minutes, I can. Yeah. Give yourself permission to quit after five minutes. Yeah. And I told her, I said, more than likely, after you're five minutes in, you'll be okay to keep going. Because it's really the getting started part that's the hardest part.
0: Half the battle. Yes. Half the battle.
1: But psychologically, if we take it down to a five-minute bite, it's much less overwhelming to get started. Yeah.
0: Right? I need to do this research project. I'm going to take five minutes and just pull up Wikipedia, and I'm just going to read the Wikipedia article. Yeah. Well, you know, and what usually happens is, all right, I'm going to click on this link. Well, let me copy and paste this. And uh, let me start taking notes on this, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, before you know it, it's been 30 minutes. It's been an hour. And yeah. it's the same with anything that you're trying to accomplish, yes. right? When you're wanting to start your first business, you know, depending on what you're doing, you might have to cold call. It's so daunting. Yeah. All you got to do is pick up the first phone. Yeah. Just dial the first number. And I tell people, you know, I've helped people. I've, I've coached people through cold calling a lot. Not that I'm good at it. Um, but I've helped people do it. And they just, like, overthink it. And I'm just like, you know what? You're going to screw up. You're going to say the wrong thing. You're going to say, um, you're not going to know what to say. Somebody's going to ask you a crazy question. Yeah.
1: So what? Yeah.
0: After that 50th call, you're going to be an expert. So how quickly can you get to 50?
1: Yeah. It's
0: that's a, good. That's all it really is. That's good. And it applies to everything in life.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. And yeah. I would say another thing is don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Don't be afraid to lean on the on the network around you and the support system. Make, first of all, make sure you have one, but I, don't be afraid to lean on those people. That and and I'm thought, saying yeah. this to myself, too. Mm. So yeah, yesterday, actually the day before yesterday, uh, my best friend, she calls me and says, hey, my daughter's working on this paper. She said, I'm not a writer. Can you help her? <laughs> 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 Which her daughter, who is... 18 clearly does not want to talk to me about this right but her mom forces her to get on the phone with me yeah and so she's telling me about this paper she's writing about bullying in schools okay and um the object of this paper is that she has to write basically the problem and then the solution to the problem yeah and so she says well can i I send you my thesis cuz they had to turn in, you know, kind of a map of the paper. And I said, "Sure, send it to me." So she sends it to me and it's like, "Okay, the problem is bullying. The solution I think she had written that teachers need to keep about our eye on the students, you know, things like that." Yeah. And, you know, Lindsay, I got to be extra. <laughs> right. Instead of just responding and saying, "It looks great," you know, you might just think about a couple No, no. no. I write <laughs> my own what is it when the, the doctor, uh, the PhD students, what are they, what do they write?
0: Dissertation. Like, dissertation. Wow. Thank you. And I knew the word, yes, too. Yes. Yeah. Me, too. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So, yeah, no, I had to write a whole dissertation back to her. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. And I had to take it, like, ten levels deeper, right? And especially in the context of all the things I'm learning right now. You know, I mentioned that book, When Food is Comfort. Mm. That kind of started me on this trajectory of learning about brain chemistry mm-hmm. and the various ways to keep it keep your levels elevated and mm. keep your your levels balanced. Yeah. Because there's good hormones that you want, but you don't want too much, mm-hmm. right? And then there's bad hormones you don't want, you know, so you want to keep those low and the others high, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to learn more about that. So I dove into more books even beyond that one. And so I'm seeing a lot of things in that context now, right? Yeah. And because of these books I'm reading and how they play into our emotions, how when those imbalances happen, it feeds into negative emotions Mm -hmm. and how when we are balanced, positive emotions, right? And how truly the source of the malnourishment usually starts in childhood, right? Where yeah. there's emotional neglect or, you know, some kind of emotional malnourishment or gap in whatever the child needs. Mm-hmm. That's really where it starts. Okay. Um so that very much plays into bullying. Mm-hmm. And so I take this to to that place and basically said, I believe a lot of bullying happens truly because of shame shame plays into this in a big way like a negative self narrative yeah and in a lot of these books i'm reading about imbalances in brain chemistry our self narrative plays into it a lot did you know that yeah talk about mindset self-talk if you have negative self-talk you're actually depleting your good brain chemicals and increasing the bad ones yeah so literally the way we talk about ourselves is affecting our body chemistry Mm -hmm. so i started getting into that a little bit and i gave her this quote from the book dare to lead and i can't remember her first name but it's written by brown okay there's this phenomenal quote Mm -hmm. talking specifically about school settings and she talks about how so many kids have to carry a heavy armor of protection because of the environment they're growing in. Okay, And she said it's not safe to ask kids to take the armor off because they need it to survive. Mm. But she said if schools could be a place where they can take their armor off, that's what it should be. And so she goes into this this beautiful quote about how schools and school teachers should be the leaders that allow this to be the environment where kids can for once in their life, take the armor off. So I give her this quote Yeah, and I tell her, I would argue that teachers scolding kids and watching over kids more actually would contribute more to the problem because really all it's doing is perpetuating the child's narrative that I'm bad. Mm. I'm a bad kid, right? Which I think is the source. This is my theory, right? Yeah. Not as a psychologist. My theory is that that is the source of the problem. Yeah. Is that their narrative is I'm a bad kid and that manifests as let's put everyone else down, right? So she calls me yesterday. And then this time she's a lot more excited to talk to me. Oh, okay. After she got this email. Yeah. And she said, well, I showed my revised thesis because she had gotten really excited about what i wrote she's like i I didn't even think about any of this so i'm gonna do this
0: you spoke something
1: so but then she shows it to her teacher and her teacher kind of just poo-poos on the whole thing probably not maybe not a good word for it but um basically just tells her this needs to be tangible enforceable changes that you can do in a school like what does that mean right because i think she was
0: Oh, so here's the theory, more, but how can I? Right, okay. how can this actually be implemented, okay. basically?
1: So, so the daughter who I'm talking—I won't say her name—but who I'm talking to, she's like, I've been staring at my computer screen since three o'clock this afternoon, and it's like nine thirty. We're on the phone. Uh-huh. She's like, I—I I don't know what to write, and I'm just thinking about going back to what I had yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> So this is where I go back to lean on your support system because I was like, girl, you should have called me a lot earlier. I could have helped you. Called me at four. So I start rattling stuff off. I'm like, and she was like, well, I have to have research papers to to, to support whatever I argue. I'm like, all right, here's what you do. Find research papers that talk about meditation in schools because they've done studies with kids when um, they do meditation. Yeah. So talk about how if they implemented meditation for 5 minutes during a class period or maybe take a whole class period to work on meditation and studies have shown how that has transformed an environment. Yeah. I said, "Look at studies about nutrition. How nutrition can actually play into negative and positive emotions." I'm like, "I'm sure you can find some studies on that." I said, "What about the environmental aspect of the classroom, right? And I said, think about places you enjoy going, like a coffee shop. It's warm, it's comforting. You've got the smells and the colors and the comfy places to sit. What if a classroom was like that instead of these hard tables and- It's like a hospital. Yeah, exactly. It's depressing. It's depressing, right? And I said, even some schools have implemented where kids can sit however they want. If they want to sit under their desk, if they want to bring a stuffed animal to hold, like just making the overall environment warm, comforting, giving them freedom to not just sit at a desk, a sterile desk, and write on a paper that way right yeah. that they could actually sit on the floor or sit on a beanbag chair yeah. so i'm just rattling off like one thing yeah. after another she's like writing it all down <laughs> so she's like oh this is great i have lots of ideas now right so i'm like girl you should have called me at four o'clock yeah. not at 9 yeah so don't be afraid to rely on your network and ask for help because sometimes you're sitting there for six hours when you could have made a phone call and gotten through it spinning in wheels. 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. the spinning wheels.
1: That was a very long way to get my point.
0: <laughs> and, and here's the thing on the other side about asking your network for help. Like, you probably enjoyed that. That was probably one of the oh, funnest yeah. things you did oh, yeah. that day was to have that conversation. Um, And I think that uh, at least me and probably others feel the same. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother them. Like, they're super busy. But, like they probably want to talk about that anyway. Like that might be the one thing that like they enjoy, like they could be having a horrible day and that's like, yeah, let's talk about this. This is fun. Um, And so never feel bad. Like always reach out to your network. That's super important because it's not just about what you and you can, what you and what you can accomplish by yourself, but what you can accomplish with whoever you're working with. I mean, yeah. I think
1: by and large, we all want to help people that want to improve. You know?
0: Everybody does. Yes. yes. I think everybody yes. is like that. I
1: think that's just human nature. If it we is. see someone that's trying, that really wants to put forth effort towards a goal, yeah. we want to help them get there. We yeah. want to be part of that journey. So yeah. I absolutely agree with you that yeah. that's actually fun.
0: Yeah. It, it, it absolutely is. I got to say that I i have been... I've been on both ends of that, right? I've been the person who... um is is trying to help somebody else, right? Like I haven't done much in my life, but what I have done may be more than what somebody else has done. So I'm going to help them mm-hmm. get here or their focus is different, right? I might be an expert on the best way to, um, you know, limit, uh, or, you know, invest in stocks or whatever. Like those are things that I like to read and I know about and I love to help people do that. Yeah. But um, I've also been on the other end where I'm like asking people, like hey can you help me with this or the most impactful thing i could ever tell somebody is can you mentor me on this mm. like what is i mean it's so uncommon people yeah. don't talk about that right. enough but and and it's not even that you should have one mentor Right? right like you should have as many mentors as you get because everything is so specific because i might have one mentor that is extremely knowledgeable about real estate and so that's my mentor for real estate and i have another mentor that's extremely good at leadership mm-hmm. and that's my leadership mentor and and just ask people and i am blown away by how much people want to help every single time i have never once ask somebody to mentor me or to teach me something that they haven't immediately just jumped up and said yeah like let's do this right, like but right. like, you have to put in the effort like they're not just going to hand you over everything right. like you have to work for it but if they see that they love to help and I have gotten so much very expensive advice for free yes. i mean people who that's what they do for a living right. are still helping you right. because they're like yeah like let's do this yes. right um and they really enjoy it and yes. and i think so that's so important so if you need a mindset coach or not a mindset coach a mindset mentor yeah. like find somebody we all know somebody who just always seems to have it on and they don't by the way right nobody does right but they know how to show up. Right. And they know how to think about that in the right way. And everybody knows that person. They probably think they're mm-hmm. perfect. They are not. They are going through some crap probably. Yes. But that's your mentor for that. Help yes. me. How do you wake up every day with this mindset? Right?
1: right. Exactly. Have that conversation
0: exactly. and they're going to help you.
1: 100% agree. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's really good. I like that. So in the next episode that you and I are recording together we're going to be talking about partnerships and mm-hmm. setting up partnerships. Yeah, and everything that we bring as material, mm-hmm. we got for free.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From, from from what? From attorneys? Yes. And CPAs, tax yes. professionals. Yes. Like these are people who charge four hundred bucks plus per hour. Right. And we, to your point,
1: and we got it for free. Yeah. So and that'll be a good episode. So yeah. stay tuned for that. Because uh, I think it's going to be a good one.
0: It's going to be exciting. It's just tangible, like some really good information that I know when we saw it, because we've, we've both been involved in companies and opened companies and, and stuff with right. partners. Right. And I remember when we read through these questions, we were just like... Yeah. I never even thought about that. Right,
1: right. It's good stuff. <laughs> so it's a lot of good so, info. Yes, yeah. definitely stay tuned for that. Yeah. So how can people get a hold of you if they would like to reach Jeffrey Gonzalez, the payroll, reach me,
0: the payroll guru? If they want to reach the payroll guru, they can um, give me a call. So my phone number is 214-551-4650. Um, call me if you are looking for... Um, Obviously, I do payroll, but if you just want to talk about mindset, I love talking about this. Nice. So, yeah, I'm here for that. Jeffrey
1: would be a great mentor, actually.
0: Oh, good. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I, but that's See, that's like the best compliment you could give somebody. Yes. I love that. You would Thank be a you.
1: fantastic mentor I to anyone. I appreciate that. And I'm Lindsay Klein with Secline Honest, Accurate Bookkeeping, performed on time and your host to Buy the Books. You can reach us at info at We would love to help any small businesses that have bookkeeping needs. Thanks so much, everyone. Until next time, have a great week. Buy the Books is presented by Succline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time.
0: For more information on Succline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit Succline.com or email info at Sucline.com.
1: The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.